0: Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Burridge and this is the show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. There's no set schedule, it's just whenever I finish a book I do the review and stick it up here on the podcast feed for everyone to download and listen to. Joining me today once again is Juliana. Say hello.
1: Hi everyone.
0: And you're actually here with me. I just want to start with a little bit of follow-up. From previous so a few previous episodes. Ooh. Um, first of all, last episode, which I just did about um, uh, a memory called Empire, which uh, I really enjoyed, and uh, I added this. Min, Juliana now have a, a shared note on our on our iPhones. Do we? Yes, which oh. is called books that uh, I I keep I sh- I keep thinking that Juliana might No, what was <laughs> it? Anyway, what it happens is that I'm often like, "Oh, that's a good book. You'll enjoy that one." And Juliana's like, "Yeah." And then of course she never looks it up on a library app or ever looks at it. So I need to go back through previous books that I've I've read. And um, uh, and uh, do it. Yeah, it's a shared note. I put put it there. Didn't didn't Mm. you get my shared note invite? No. Oh well, I'll send Uh, you the invite again. Probably. Anyway, so uh, that's there. Anyway, I forgot because Juliana didn't do the review with me. Normally, you'd ask, well, what do you think of the book and all this different kind of stuff. And that's the format now. It's a bit more conversational. So I went back to a previous format where I was like, all right, here's the world building. Like, here's the world that's set up. Here's the characters that we're spending. Here's what the story is like. Here's some technology and science. You
1: kind of had to go back and remember how you did it before I was Yeah, here's the (laughs)
0: themes. Here's some other stuff. And at the end, I rate it and then say, here's my email address. And um, I went through it? all the notes. I didn't rate it. No. Uh, four stars for, uh, for that book. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, a uh, Another bit of follow-up. What was the other bit of follow-up that I was going to do? You got some um, feedback. No? Uh, yeah, no, there was another bit of follow-up, I th- from anyway it doesn't matter uh yeah a bit bigger bit of follow-up this is this is a bit more i don't know important i don't know
1: important uh,
0: angry no so here's the thing we did that <laughs> our last uh podcast that we did together which We've was got... about a deepness in the sky yes we and were I was... a bit
1: more opinionated well it's not opinionated
0: no. is that like I... I i talked very much more about saying that um that uh uh the um The books from previous eras, which don't stand up today, they can stand up in terms of science fictional ideas, in terms of literary ideas and stuff, but you always have to then filter out the racism and sexism and all these other kind of things. Yes. And isn't it just much more pleasant to read books which are written these days, where it's a lot more easy to filter out the sexism and racism and all the other isms which don't make you feel comfortable? You can't relax reading a book like that.
1: Because... You know what? Well, I want to say something about that. Okay. Because people seem to think that, oh yeah, racism and sexism is something you just read over. Yeah. It's not. It actually hurts the the people that it writes about. And in this case, uh, for the the sexism, I can talk about myself because uh, it often is targeted uh, towards women. Yeah, And I literally feel harmed, even if you, as whatever, a white male person or something, you feel like, Oh yeah, that's not treating how how to treat a woman and stuff but it's it's just not. It's just not cool.
0: Yeah, but here's the thing, like I said in that one when I was saying about oh you could, I can read books by like H. G. Wells and there's just no women characters in it at all. Yeah. Or you can read Tarzan, which is like massively racist and sexist. Yeah. But again, there's there's all that like, you can read it and appreciate it and things like that, you yes. know. Like the uh but what was then it? He's William kind of like no dis- no who is it dis- who did who Tarzan? Anyway, like he even set up he actually owned his own town. He set up his own town in the charter was like no black people. Like that's how racist he was. Wait, like,
1: that that the author Yeah. He he had his own town. Well, yeah, you
0: you become an author like that. You you you've invented not tarzan. his own
1: street. His no, no, own well, town. Yeah, that's what
0: you do when you move to California. You're like I own this bit of land. I'm going to develop. You know, okay. even to this day, people well, make developments.
1: Oh, really? Anyway, no,
0: so just... I got an email. I'm not going to say who it's from, but this is uh, this is the uh, the the title of the email is "You've become a woke scold," which I never actually heard "woke scold" before. And then when I got this email, like later on that day, I saw somewhere else "woke scold," and I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." So, uh, it says. Like a,
1: two words before.
0: woke scold well that's the thing mm. I had to look at it I've been a podcast a fan of your podcast for years but your latest episode reviewing a deepness in the sky is the last straw you've become a virtue signalling woke scold you are finding racism sexism and misogyny in any work that doesn't meet your political standard of political correctness I respectfully suggest that you simply stop reading any book that wasn't written in the last few years and don't ever read a book that was written by a cisgendered male. Stick with women, spelled with a Y, which is weird, transsexuals and other woke scolds who share your political point of view. I'll leave you with a quote from Larry Niven, a cisgendered rich baby boomer male. He says, there's a technical literary term for those who mistake the opinions and beliefs of characters in a novel for those of the author. The term is idiot. Sincerely, and that's the that's the email there. But uh, so probably not going to be uh, listening to the podcast. Maybe he is listening to this, not. But again, I don't need to uh, don't need to name it. Uh, and I decided not to reply to the email like typing because I don't think, I, I I don't know...
1: think this uh, needs a reply. Oh, well, no, no, I'm no sure. personal
0: reply. But I did want yeah. to talk about this because like. Literally what he's saying there, as an insult to me, like, I suggest you simply stop reading books that weren't written in the last few years. That was kind of the point of the podcast that I was talking about. Yeah. Like, that. not that I'm not going to read old science fiction books, but I, like, these days it's getting to the point where i don't want to watch my favorite movies from the 80s and 90s or some of them like i say do hold up but others you're sort of like oh right i've got to filter out all of the misogyny and then i've got to filter out all the rape jokes and all these other kind of comedy situations about non-consensual sex with women and then once i've done that then i can enjoy the movie and it's like i say it's just difficult to do that and we even said in the podcast that we weren't saying that the opinions and beliefs of the main characters were the 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 belief of the author and we know they weren't because i said as as the book goes on they the characters develop and they go in a, the characters go in a different direction yeah. but when it's such a chunky book spending that amount of time with the viewpoint characters who have those views or are, are you know have those regressive views as we say yeah but it's not that i i'm not interested in um uh, in books that are written by cisgendered males but like if you think like I, I did that two-year experiment of making sure that i read as many words by women Yes. As by men, and transgendered and uh, women noticed. and trans like that. Nobody noticed me doing that, but it affected my reading in that I was reading more interesting books. My the variety of viewpoints that I was getting the books was more varied than normal. Yes. Um and you know, it came from looking back through the all of my like first two years of reading and doing the science fiction book review podcast where I like the first episode was actually by um uh, Joan D. Vinge, which is a woman. And yeah. like the next 60 books, there was like two other women yeah. authors in all that time. Yeah. And it wasn't intentional from my point of view, but when I intentionally did do it, when I intentionally did turn that, like turn a new page or not turn a new page, whatever you want to say, like when I have decided I'm going to read as many words by women as by men, yeah. I think... my reading got more interesting. And I still, I I don't now, like, intentionally do that. Like, I'm not, like, keeping track like I was before. Like, if I read four books by men, oh, like, I've got to catch up with some books by women, which I did for two years. But now it's just sort of like, oh, some of my favourite authors are now women. Like, the books that I'm reading now, like, it, it, it just feels natural to do that. So... That I'm becoming a woke scold and that I'm virtue virtue signaling. That is literally what I was doing with this two year experiment. Yes, it was. I put two years into signaling virtue. It's not that. Like I think when people say virtue signaling as a I
1: don't even understand. what that
0: Well, is. virtue signaling is a is a is a term that people use to denigrate people who are saying, "Oh, I'm more woke than you. Like I'm oh, more okay. progressive than you. Yeah. Like I have better attitudes than you." But like. If I put a two if if it's a two year exercise for me that I don't signal for two years what I'm doing, yeah. and then at the end actually say, No, I am trying to signal virtue and yeah. I am doing that. And, and people it's and intentional. Pe-
1: and also people consumed when yeah. they when they did when they listened to your podcast within yeah. these two years, yeah. they consumed half as many women yeah uh, books by women or twice as
0: many books i yeah, heard exactly. me talk about yes. all these books by and, women
1: and and they didn't realize but i they yeah they got that yeah just by you doing that
0: and it's not that i want to be a scold but, but it's one of those things that like when people say these things oh you're virtue signaling it's like no i'm not i'm not signaling anything like I'm, I'm preaching. I'm not, am not signaling. Like I'm not just, yeah. I'm not just uh, like talking the talk. I'm not just showing. It, like I'm, it's not something that I need to show off with, no. it's because I'm, I'm putting the work in. If you know what yeah. I mean, and this like is I'm how, not just picking up on other people and saying, "Oh, and you're using the wrong language," or something. I use the wrong language all the time. Yes, we you know? all
1: do, but we, I, I always try to catch myself and and question myself. Why am I saying that? Why am I using this? Well, that's the and thing I about think,
0: being a woke scold is that you then question other people, and that's well, not what I'm doing. It's I'm questioning all, myself. Yeah, that's the thing is that all of this has been myself. It's been a personal project yes. of myself, and other people can come along with it. It's fine.
1: And and I think I think it's important that the, the way that change work. Yeah. Is that you change something? And and I think this is the same with, with language. Yeah. Uh, if you if you change your language towards a bit more a diverse, kind of inclusive uh language yeah. and avo- like just avoid the oh this is just a, a joke racism yeah. thing. Uh, you're just gonna. You're just gonna. We're not
0: joke, like not well, serious. It's, yes, yeah, so it's yeah, like I, yeah. I
1: did the, the yeah, yeah, quote in yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the but, yeah, but people in I, the, if you're on can't the podcast see yeah, yeah, you're yeah, doing air when
0: you're and saying then, joke. You're saying like not taking it seriously. Like yes. you can just be like, oh, I, I don't need to worry about that kind yes, of thing. because
1: yeah. you're not involved, mm. and so as soon as you are in a way involved, you will understand. And I think reading from a different stand, like reading. Uh, stories or yeah. like that are written by different people, different like yeah. in comparison to you, uh, and seeing what's going on in their brains, and s- like y- you kind of understand a bit more that the world doesn't only work yeah. the way it works for you. Yeah. So uh, I was watching this movie. Yeah. Uh, just yesterday, Colette. It's called yeah, with that, Keira Knightley. In
0: in France, wasn't it? In yeah. France,
1: and it is all about the time when women. There were no women authors. Yeah. So the way it worked, they had like she had a, a famous husband, a famous yeah. author ha- husband. Yeah. And she, like they, they he made her in a way he manipulated her, and yeah. it, she wrote a book, and it was very much from a. a, 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 a point of view of a woman
0: but it had his name on it it yeah. has
1: his name on it yeah. and suddenly there were all these women and everything is there was yeah. a whole different kind of audience that he, he achieved mm. um, but also well, Because in France her, at
0: the time there wasn't like the Bronte sisters kind of uh, uh, writing scene. If you know, I mean, yeah. there wasn't your Jane Austens and your, your no, Brontes and No, I don't, I don't stuff quite like know that.
1: exactly the time frame. Oh, of okay, mine, but I'm just
0: saying, like in, in the UK, like there was like a, there's like a, a long history of you know women authors writing yes. you know women stories and all this other kind of yeah. stuff at the same time as Charles Dickens. Actually, I don't know exactly where the overlap <laughs> is and things yeah. like that. But there's, but uh, it was yeah.
1: it was kind of obvious that um, um, if. if Reading something from 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 a uh, a person that is not um, first of all a man, yeah. right, and in this case also a white man, yeah, um, just creates a totally different viewpoint.
0: But it's not just about different viewpoint, but it's like a different. It can, they can be telling the same story, and this is the this is the weird thing with um, Catherine Bigelow and James Cameron, who mm. were like married at one point yeah like what's so amazing about those two directors is is that can um uh cameron what's his name i just said his name anyway uh he was doing he he like made aliens and uh, like terminator 2 and stuff like this which was so much about these strong female characters like like really like really strong female characters like like genre defining or like like world defining like uh examples of like strong female characters in in science fiction and just in in normal, you know, whatever, movie-making, movie yeah. just movie-making in general. And then Catherine Bigelow is making Point Break and... Um you know, Hurt Locker, which which is so macho, like, it's like, yeah. it's like so on the opposite side, and you're just like, oh, right, okay, these are actually having these two different ref- reflected um, views of on course. each other and stuff like that. I'm not just saying it's only male authors or no, only no, no. female, uh, of course it's female not. authors, but I'm just saying but... that variety, when you actually get that kind of view of, yeah. like, what does, what does, like, these toxic male um relationships in a movie what would that look like if it was directed by a woman we have like we have that kind of natural experiment yes. in some ways and
1: and i always think the more diverse uh, backgrounds you read yeah it, it's more fun
0: yeah Anyway, we've gone in a bit about that, but I just want to say that I don't mean to be a scold. I don't mean to be scolding anyone because it is is—it is from my point of view first, like that kind of thing. And you
1: make a choice. This is your podcast. So... Yeah, it's my
0: podcast. And I just say that, like, he, he, leave, uh, he left off with there's a technical literary term for those who mistake the opinions and beliefs of a character in a novel for those of the author. The term is idiot. I actually agree with that. You know, I think it's very easy. Well, not very easy. I find... Uh, stories about, like, uncomfortable people or uncomfortable situations or bad people and stuff, I never think that's the author. I mean, very rarely do I think that's the author. But the point is that, like, the story choices that are made by the author, they're not the character's choices anymore. No. You know, like, it's not like a bad person's doing a bad thing. It's sort of like what the story is or what the story is being portrayed, how these characters are being portrayed portrayed not betrayed um (laughs) is that is a choice by the author and that's why i'm never i'm probably never going to read a larry novel a larry niven novel again for for, forever like i just don't there's nothing about his novels like the stuff that i enjoyed about them is some of that is still in there, but it's been all of that stuff has been done better by other people, mm. minus the massive amounts of racism, sexism, and it's not like his characters in his books are, are racist or sexist. Like they're not. Like no, they're the, not. The choice. The, it, but what's happening in the story?
1: Yeah, and that is definitely. It, that, it's really
0: you, difficult to read nobody, the stories without it.
1: Nobody can deny no. that an author has influence on the book he writes.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, because. They are writing the book. They are yeah. making decisions about characters. They are making decisions about stories. Yeah. They are making decisions decision what people say. So it doesn't particularly need to be what the author would say in that situation. Yeah. But they still put it in. Yeah. So they either either have a big message.
0: Yeah, or it's satire. Or, or it's satire, something yeah, yeah.
1: Or it's just their normal way of speaking yeah. and thinking.
0: Anyway, I want to move on.
1: Move on. Oh, What's no. the book? Oh no, my we point actually was, have a book. To yeah, book sorry, about. my point
0: was, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a scold, but I don't mind if people look at me and say virtual sig- signaling or woke or something like that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't use those terms for myself just because I don't think I've ever said the word woke. Like, uh, that's just not my language, you know, that's no. not my. never heard these.
1: You will have like, heard I mean, those. Woke, of course, in, I woke up.
0: No no, <laughs> no, 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 no. But woke means sort of like you're looking out in the world and you see all the sexism underneath and you see all the racism underneath. Like, you're aware of it and wanting yes, to change I do. it. I yeah. Like, and yeah. it hurts. So you could say that you're woke. But no, that's I, not just... something that I would ever want to say to, about myself because it's got all these weird connotations. Like yeah. people say, "Oh, you're is just like a, same wo-
1: kind of like snowflakes in this." Yeah, kind yeah, of all language. Of these
0: different kind of bits of language that yeah. people use. Like this person is trying to insult me by using this language yeah, but... and 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 using mm. "woman" spelt with a Y. Like I know that spelling. It's sort of like something that feminists used. Feminists did use or have used to because they don't I looked want...
1: at that and I thought, hmm, that's a nice way yeah, of because it's it. a <laughs> way it's a way of saying
0: woman without including man Men. in it because yeah. it's sort of like oh so you're actually your gender is only like n- not not male is yeah, what i say it's or defined, whatever so it's, it's defining it's defining it because it, yeah. there's still there's still in, in man general, we don't in have there. that
1: issue like of,
0: female has male in it woman yes. has man in it so yeah. this is that's what he's using but But someone who's writing an email like that, I don't think he's trying to, that seems like a bit, I don't know, GamerGatey to me, but I, and I don't want to. I don't want to use the language of that of that you know culture war, GamerGate, all this kind of woke snowflake snowflake kind of stuff yeah, because that's not my language. Not that's not the language that I yeah. use when I'm talking about this stuff. You know, yeah. I, I use the language of literature and uh, science fiction and movies and all these other kind of things to express yeah. to express my. And I think it's totally
1: fine that you can ex- express your yeah opinions and feelings.
0: All right, this book, I don't feel too bad about taking 17 and a half minutes to talk about that good because i don't have a lot of stuff to say about this book uh,
1: and, uh, and this is something
0: i always say don't have much to say about this book but i literally look at the notes see how many notes i made two. about this book two notes two the notes. book is interference uh, there was a book that i read uh, a few um uh, two months ago yeah by sue burke right okay but let me just say there was a book that i read uh, a few uh, months ago, let me actually have a quick look here. Yeah, it was called uh, episode 409, and we're only up to 414, so this is pretty good, pretty recently. Uh, yeah, back in uh, October. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so, like, two months, months ago, ago. Two months ago, yeah. I read this book and we reviewed it. Uh, it was called Semiosis, and it was about a colony, uh, like, a colonist go to another planet... And yeah. they set up camp there, and like each chapter was like another generation. So first it was the first I people arrive, remember. and then was yes. next people arrive, and then there were all the aliens okay. around them. Oh, not aliens, but like the alien life forms yeah. around them. And then there was a oh, um, it was
1: the trees that talk. Yeah, there was a tree that talks. It was not a tree, but something sort of like, that talks. Yeah,
0: some stuff like that. So like intelligent plants, um, other aliens that come in and stuff like that. And I finished it, and I was like, oh, one thing that I'm enjoying, uh, they like about this book is that in november the next book's coming out Ooh. and it's a duology so there's two books and if i read this now in october
1: you're it, done with the and do it in december I'm and then the whole you.
0: story is finished and nice. so th- this book did come out and i got it as a an audiobook and i finished listening to it on my flight um over from london today but
1: you didn't only listen to it on the flight no no you, i you started,
0: started no i started it during this last cruise so oh, right. i started it like five six days ago when okay. i finished the other book and i reviewed the other book yeah i only uploaded it now but like that so, so it,
1: it is not only it wasn't only published it is actually a new book yes yeah, a
0: new book like okay. it, i mean what does it say here uh first published oh look october 22nd uh 2019 so like i said okay. i finished the other book at the beginning of october i knew this would be out and then in november i got it so it's nice. a pretty pretty new book and it follows on with the same story okay and one really great way of seeing it i know this is such a weird little thing to begin the podcast with is that there's this new feature or i haven't seen this feature before but audible always has chapter markers but all yes. the chapters are generally just chapter one chapter two chapter three yes
1: yeah it, do- it, it doesn't but, generally doesn't say it yeah it
0: doesn't say anything sometimes they'll say intro intro prologue chapter one, chapter two.
1: Oh no, actually I had a book where I could actually see the the names of the chapter.
0: Exactly. And this one does have that one and it's Uh, so great because the name of the chapter is who it is, like who the character is, who the viewpoint character is and how long it has been since the other one so this was like this one the next day or like something like okay. this 240 years after the founding of the colony or like yeah. the year you know uh you know 2420 on earth or something because like that you know this like okay. actually says it and i was like oh this is so good because this is the stuff that you normally read at the st- like it's in the chapter at the start of the chapter yes. and then you start reading the chapter and you get like you know halfway in and then they mention a date and they're like oh how long is that like well, when, where when is are that <laughs> How long is it since the yeah. start And then you could normally, in, the, in a, if it's just an ebook or an audiobook, yeah. no, no, a paper book, whatever, you just flip back and go, oh, right, this is the main, yeah. this is the character where they are, this is yep. where they are, and this is the time. And then I've you go back that. and do it. With yeah. audiobooks, that's always really annoying because you've got to, you can't just drop a bookmark and then you, where do you go back? You're at the beginning of the chapter and then you've got to listen. Yeah, unless you always decode write a note
1: it. in the bookmark saying, no, like, I never do wait, that. No, I mean, because that's not my, that?
0: my job, isn't to do that. Yeah. Whereas in ebooks, it's like, even in ebooks, you get, what is it, the, uh, the spotlight. Functionality is it Spotlight? Oh, I can't remember. Kindle. It, uh, in, yeah, the, the Kindle, Kindle Spotlight, Kindle yeah. uh, where you can just do it and you can type someone's name, it like a character name, and then it shows like with a, like almost a bar graph of where they are mentioned oh, yeah, throughout yeah, yeah. the book.
1: Yes, but um,
0: which we shouldn't do at the beginning no, because it's really it great definitely later
1: spoil on. If that person just disappears, yeah. But that's yeah. the thing when you
0: when you look through the book, you can see oh, who are the most important characters? And it's almost yeah. like a graph that's out there. Yeah. Anyway, this is this is one of the first times I've it's been this. Helpful. And the reason I thought this was going to be really helpful was because the first book was always like each chapter, or pretty much each chapter, was sort of like years later. And like the main character of the previous story was now like an old person. It was a yeah. new generation, and then there were some young people. And then you knew that the young people that were mentioned they would in this then chapter. Go yeah, it was yeah. All, you were like always bunny hopping over like mm. generations to generations that went through. And then it kind of near the end of the book, it kind of stayed within one generation or one time span. Right. And then when it started off with this, I was like, oh, this is great. These chapter markers. Uh, Like, it's really good because this is exactly what I want from a book like this, Mm -hmm. where each new chapter introduces a new character and you kind of want to know how much time has passed since the previous chapter. So, all really good. Unfortunately, the book didn't really do that. It doesn't have the same structure. I thought it would be the same structure as the... Semiosis. uh, As Semiosis, where each new chapter, you would be jumping another 20, 30 years into the future or another 15 years or whatever like that. So, it kind of
1: slowed down a lot?
0: Well, yeah, it's, it's all set. I mean what happens is that another mission comes from Earth to the planet and yeah. the interference is what happens if all these people who are kind of down at Stone Age level uh, they know that technology exists but there's no metal on the planet so they can't like they uh, know how to make radios <laughs> but they just don't have enough like, uh, like material yeah, like, to yeah, make anything air. to make radios okay. and they know all these things can exist they know spaceships exist they know airplanes did exist at one point but they just don't have the technology they have glass tools and stone tools and stuff uh, so anyway okay. some, the, the the opening chapter is someone on earth going hey we're gonna go over there earth's a bit of a like a dystopian kind of um you know a bit like totalitarian dystopia there yeah, this and is these... always
1: how people are, yeah. are going to develop either they d- develop towards dystopia yeah or they're this, going this to is develop back on earth this is
0: back on earth is the dystopia. stone age yeah, yeah, yeah i get it i get and it and then so the people from this dystopia go over there and you've got this weird political mix of of women because women are all downtrodden at the time so the women have to you know they're like hey if we're on a spaceship we're just other scientists and we'll get there yeah. and it'll be fine like we're actually escaping there yeah. and as they're away other stuff happens on earth and and when they get there, that's the interference, I guess, of the novel. Um, although there's other stuff, there's lots of other meanings for this, like radio interference and these other kind okay. of things going on. They're plot points, which are which you can, s- lots of different kinds of interferences. Okay, if you know what I mean, like the previous book, which is semiosis, which is like. Uh, signs and meanings or whatever yeah and uh, communicating so
1: the, the title actually has yeah, deeper like the, meaning with, with throughout
0: the book i wouldn't say that deep but like, but like... again when, like from the previous book at least this time i was knowing all right okay this is the name yeah. of the book interviews <laughs> what is actually going to be it's going to um, mean something so yeah and that's what the book is and what happens is you get a bit there and then they arrive and you get some you do get some like chapters from different points of view but then it's pretty much what happens over the time span of when these, when these other Earth people come along, this other mission from Earth, to see how this colony so is not, getting along. So it's not
1: going over generations. No, it it's just, just it follows... all happens
0: within a period of, I don't know, like a few weeks or something like okay. that. And, yeah, and... I, so I, that's
1: a drastically it's a totally, slowing down It's a very slow pace. book. And
0: yeah. then I realised that actually these chapter titles... Weren't that helpful because, like, Aww. in all the new characters, like, I knew who they were. Like, yeah. there were different view... Like, from from book mm-hmm. to... Or chapter to chapter, there was different viewpoints. Right. But there were people that we've actually spent some time with. So, so you, when you, you skip across them... Yeah, yeah. We do get some names. more... We do get some more from point of views of the of the other aliens and the, and the, and the thinking plants and stuff like that. Yeah. We do get some of that. And then there was this, this chapter five where... So often you'll say, well, how much is left in the book? You know, there's on the Audible app, there's two things. How much is left in the book and then how much is left in the um, in the chapter? chapter. Yeah. And I was looking at this one. I was like, oh, there's four hours. Hmm, No, How does that work? And then there's chapter five. All the previous chapters were like an hour long or whatever. And then chapter five was like four hours long or three and a half hours long. And there's this massive long part which is written just from one point of view. And I was like, this is going to be crazy because what I really like about this is that there's always different stuff happening and seeing it from the different points of view. Yeah. And I knew that was going to be that long chapter because, again, it was all just one chapter yeah. in the Audible app. But it was from, it was from uh, St- Steve land 's point of view, who is the, is the plant. And because he's like bamboo and he's got shoots all the way through. It's third person narrative from an omniscient <laughs> character's point of view, because he's got reeds sticking up and he can hear what's going on all over this camp, all over this oh, all amazing. over this town. And he can see what's going on but... all over this town. And someone has given him a radio so he can he can hear what's going on with all of the radio systems and the computer systems with the people coming down. Yeah. There's a few places he can't see what's going on, like outside of the town and in these other places. Yeah. But like when one of these um, other like one of these planes takes off and goes somewhere else, he can follow along with that. Yeah. And the only places that he can't see is like inside certain like buildings. houses inside buildings yeah. where he doesn't have any shoots or stuff yeah. so it was really interesting it was really clever to go oh this whole chapter is all from one point of view but the point of view is someone who is like almost uh, good enough to be omniscient yes. so I you actually I get say- like a really good third person person omniscient narrator from a first person perspective so
1: you, you, you kind of have this sprinkled into this book um, I personally thought when you said oh it's this this plant guy yeah like oh I'd love to read that. Yeah. Like I think this is really interesting, but are you saying
0: you want then more of that? No, I'm saying that the st- like the the clever writing choices that were being made about the book and the interesting characters uh, and what we with the people that we were spending time with yeah. wasn't supported by a good enough story. In the end the story isn't very good. Oh, okay. And because it in it and the what i liked about the previous book was that like each generation i mentioned this before like each generation has like almost a different storytelling style yes. like, the, like the, in the first book one was sort of like oh the colony is there and then you've kind of got like oh now this is about you know it's sort of like an adventure story and this one's more political ah, and this one's okay. more like spying yeah. going on and yeah. this one's more you know and as you go through you get these different stuff exactly the same as deepness in the sky when you start off reading the spider's point of view it's like hey we're going on an, an, uh, you know, yeah, a yeah. war adventure and then yes. it's a cold war spy one and now it's civil Right, yes. all these different kind of stories each chapter is like oh i'm gonna tell like a diff like it's gonna be a different style of storytelling yeah that was kind of left behind in this book and in the end it just became a story of people like like a, a few idiot plots like that the humanity didn't send their best and their brightest on this mission like somebody who's there was sent as a punishment and he just resents it and isn't very good because you know that baby was sent as a punishment. Yeah. And has too much power. You know, there's sort of like people being promoted outside of their range of abilities. You know, oh. the Peter Principle or is yeah. it uh, Dilbert Principle? I can't remember which one round it is. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, no, no, that's it. So what? Ha- no, like pi- with- I think the Peter Principle is that when you get uh, like if you're good at your job, you get promoted.
1: Oh, it's the, one the level sh- l- above le- the the ladder, the career ladder. Yeah, kind but of- you get
0: promoted out of your area of best. Um, yeah, because uh,
1: you become a manager yeah and then
0: you're like oh you're really good at like office doing the, job. so doing the, yeah. doing the jobs and, yeah. in the office and stuff and then you're yeah. like oh now you're an office manager it's and like, you're worse at that than the previous one it's a totally different one. job but you're just about good enough at that to get the the mani- like the next yeah. level up and you're as and, bad and, at that and then you so everyone is promoted to their level of maximum incompetence yeah. I think is what the Peter <laughs> Principle is yeah. so there's some of that kind of stuff anyway and, and also lots of factions sweeping around because you've got like the different types of aliens and the, the human colonists and the earth people to come over yeah. and the people from Earth, the Earthlings as they call too them, they no, well, it isn't. Well, it's it's not so much politics. It's sort of like yeah, just pe- different different people in different groups and different factions. Yeah, they even call them different teams in the book.
1: They they but, have to find ways with each other. Yeah, they
0: have to, they have to either work with each yeah. other or work against each other. Yeah. and all the time as the alliances shift, it's all shifting all the time. Like oh, we were fighting against you, but now there's this other people coming <laughs> in, and now we're <laughs> with you against them. And then, uh, okay. but all of these are like switching around all the time. Okay, so like it like that it sounds like it could be interesting, yeah. but it just doesn't hold together together enough. Okay. Because it feels like one of the stories which, was, which would last like two or three chapters in the previous book has been spread out over into an entire book now, mm. and it just isn't strong enough. And some of the more interesting characters who we had the chapters with earlier, we it's, the, their story is continuing but we're not spending more time with them in the previous book they didn't matter because they were interesting for their chapter and then 20 years later it's not their story anymore yes. so i don't mind that we're leaving behind some interesting characters yes. whereas this one you had some really interesting characters and then you're switching to somebody else and you're like oh they're now just going to be side characters i'm like but they're the like that's That's a really interesting character. This person who might be a clone of that other person, you know, and then it's just kind of left behind and you've got to infer it, but it's just not strong enough to hold together. And that's the real pity about this book is that all of the clever writing ideas are in there. Like there's really clever writing stuff in here. There's some some sparks of really good characters and there's some interesting themes and story stuff like trying to get out, Mm -hmm. but it's all kind of weighed down by a story which just isn't interesting enough. Like it's just not strong enough to go. So, what do you think? Why,
1: why? I mean, these decisions are not always made by an author, right? So, like, she wrote the first book.
0: Yeah.
1: And it got published. Yeah. I have no idea how it was acclaimed.
0: I know it's a pretty and, good book.
1: Yeah. And so, how... If, if you write two books in a series...
0: Yeah.
1: And the second book goes away from the way that it's... you want the
0: first book to be yeah All of you, the, the things that you liked about the first book
1: what do you think like is this more like a do you, do you have the feeling that this is more an, an editor kind of choice or no, i just author? think i just think she, she, she is... had an
0: idea for a story yeah or, or like an overall story of the kind of things that she wanted to do yeah. and a lot of the interesting stuff was put into the first book yeah. and she has enough interesting stuff in the in the second book but what was propelling us through the first book, yeah, like this like generation by generation, story by story, upping of the stakes, new factors coming in, yeah. like, oh here's the new problem that this generation is going to solve, yeah, like that's the kind of thing that kept us ticking over even if some chapter wasn't like one chapter wasn't as strong as the previous one, doesn't matter it's going to be over in like you know uh, you know, another ten, 20, 30 pages, and yeah. then we can move on to the next thing. it was lacking it was lacking in this book, let me put it that and way.
1: it wasn't like she was. That- then like if you if you think about it um you you have the the pace of the first book which is kind of like a a ma- no it's a, a macro view yeah and then and then she goes into the second book and does yeah, a like zooms micro... In yeah. yeah, It's yeah. not quite like that. It's so not it's
0: quite not- like that because the story is kind of as expansive as the first one, but it's just the time span. Like you never... I never really quite felt... And, and then at the end of the book, it does jump forward a bit. And you're like, oh, now we are, you know, however many, 90 years in the future or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And there is a next step. And you're like, oh, this is actually like... this is interesting. But I was like, hmm that's what i wanted like it starts off then there's a like it starts off with the first chapter yeah. then there's a big skip and then there's a whole middle section of the book like 80 percent 90 percent of the book is that, like that in that middle section and yeah. then it skips forward again so like it's got this hints of this could happening that we could just keep skipping forward it's sort of like the um the foundation books uh by um uh isaac no uh Isaac Asimov, yeah, Isaac Asimov's Foundation. Yes, and there it was actually a short story collection. But each short story was like, oh, this is where our civilization is at now. Yeah, this is its main challenge.
1: Okay, now
0: for this generation. Yeah, and then all right, it's over. And then and then history psycho- the goes yeah. on again and then they're like oh now there's another big challenge so like each one of it is sort of like what is our civilizational challenge yeah or what is our big what cultural is the challenge
1: societal that, challenge of that generation yeah, yeah.
0: and it, and this was one big generational challenge for this it was sort of like oh yeah we're all humans and other humans from Earth have turned up with all the technology and they're starting to interfere with us yeah and there's other interference so yeah it's not a bad book it just didn't capture like I think it was it's all lit down by the story and some of the characters Characters. But mostly, the thing is, even in the first book, not all of the characters were the most well-rounded. Like, because you're only spending a chapter with them, you, they, you yeah. need sort of like three main hooks for the... To you understand know, what yeah, that you person... Yeah, you kind of like, yeah. uh, who are they? Like, what do they like and yeah. what do they want? Yes. Right, that's all we need. Yeah. <laughs> and then we can, we can spend an hour or two in this person's company yeah. and, and, then and we they understand. solve some problems we or not them. solve some problems. Yeah, and we get through yeah. them. Whereas this one, each one of the characters only had that. But then instead of spending an hour with them, sometimes we have to spend, well, this whole story with them, even if not from their point of view, mm. we've still got to spend a lot of time with them with that one continuing that continuing problem. So, uh, yeah, it just didn't, just didn't hold up. N- again, not a bad book. But the previous book I gave, I think, uh, Semiosis, I gave a, as, as a four star, it's like solid four star book. And this is a solid two and a half star book, I think. Okay. Not that I didn't enjoy it. Okay. It's just that from the first book, or maybe three stars, but maybe two and a half stars, it was just in the end average. It felt like, oh, this first book is a standalone novel, which is good. Like, Semiosis is yeah. a standalone, interesting, exciting, quirky, weird book and you finish reading it and you're like, "Great, I don't really need any more of that." Okay. And this book gives you some more, but you come out at the end of it going, "Maybe I didn't actually need any more of that." Do you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a weird one.
1: I want to talk a bit more about chapter 5.
0: Okay, chapter 5.
1: Because first of all, it is impressive that I mean, of course you had the chapter and and the and the the, the titles of the chapters. Yeah. It's impressive that you remember uh a chapter in, in in audiobook exactly.
0: Well, it might not be in chapter five. I'm just saying. Oh, that. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought
1: it, you, you you I thought you had. Made no, I mean I can I can, I can I can I can look
0: it up here. I mean I've got um, it. I didn't delete the audiobook from my uh, phone. Let's have a look it here. My sounds library to interfered. me though
1: like. The whole idea. Yeah. Of these books is this this alien life form and communication. Yeah. With read
0: the, out the chapter list there. What's the, It's actually chapter six. What does it say? Chapter, chapter
1: six. Steve Land. The next day.
0: And how long does it oh. last?
1: Four hours, nineteen minutes. Exactly,
0: four hours and nineteen minutes what? for that. And then the next one is uh, uh, yeah.
1: seven. Yeah, S- but I'm, Zivon, I'm, I'm, seven. Yeah, but two just, days later,
0: yeah, one hour. Yeah, exactly. So from from going for about one hour chapters to go into a four hour chapter, and that's why I remember it because yeah, I was like, oh, what is it? I mean, and then it goes epilogue, which is
1: pacing, is, but it is kind of like. It is part of pacing because you, you be, if you change the viewpoint. No,
0: Steveland is, is a great character to spend time with, and like you say, it's like an omniscient third person, first person super narrator. Interesting. Yeah.
1: W- why not just make it just by that?
0: It, I think if the novel had just all been told from the point of view of the plant, yeah, it could have worked out. It, wouldn't, it would have been like a different writing exercise, like a different be, experiment. yeah, it would
1: be different experiment. Yeah. But if you do start your series of two books yeah. uh, with writing in generational chapters, yeah. Why not go for uh, another writing exercise where you look from this
0: Yeah, it felt like it, it felt like it was it was aiming for one thing. And not having the confidence just to go fully for that yeah. except for that one chapter yeah, yeah, it sounds but, a bit like but that. what it was trying to aim for but that's always a difficult thing like when you have a first book which is which has got such a strong premise oh, and so such a strong idea and then you follow it up like yeah. do you try and do the same and we've talked about this so many times do you just try and do more of the same and people yeah. go ah oh, that was the same trick that you did do yeah. you go in a totally different direction mm. um and do something like something as experimental but totally different, or do you say, hey, we just like the characters in the first book, let's spend some more More time time with with the characters. And unfortunately, this falls into a bit of the trap, like, hey, we really like those characters from the first book, uh, let's just spend some more time with the characters.
1: But not really push through with it.
0: No, no, it was, again, it wasn't just that. It, it isn't like it isn't like this, uh, w- what was the book? Well, yeah, again, Nine Fox Gambit. You're just like, hey, this is amazing. Nine Fox Gambit, five-star book. And then the next two books are sort of like, oh, and these characters also did some more stuff after that. You know, yeah. and you're like, ah, actually, what yeah, I didn't so like, difficult. I've said it so many times, I didn't actually like the Machineries of Empire. I like the, the crazy military science fiction stuff.
1: Do you think there's like, um, if you look at the science fiction that's currently being published out that um more and more writers are writing these uh, anthologies or like multiple books in one now, thing. It's always
0: been a always all but publishers have always wanted to follow up book a second book a why? trilogy. I
1: mean why not making some it's really easy. strong standalone books? It's,
0: but the, to do that is really hard. Like Ian M Banks did that with the with the culture and even that was a series. But each time yeah. he like established new characters a different writing style like yeah. you know following up like following up player of games with uh, use of weapons or something like that it's really difficult to keep up that level and he was like a a literary talent he would always and it would take him he would always spend a year on one book and then a year on another book and mm. he would alternate between like literary fiction and science fiction mm. and stuff like that but if you're always going back i'm writing one book every year and one science fiction book every two years you can do that if you're ian M. banks mm. but most people they've just they've got to keep putting out the material and right. a series is way easier to keep putting out material unless you're some amazing world-building genius like brandon sanderson mm. who can always be working on like nine different series at the same time most Cremie. people most people don't have that yeah and most people who do write even like someone who's very prolific, like Stephen King, he's sort of like, Oh, and here's another book set in like some small town in you know in, in the, the forest nowhere. in well in New England, uh. here's another book set in Maine, and here's another yeah. book set like so it's always like, and here's another one who's a young guy who wants to be a writer. It's sort of like, Yeah, okay, we've seen, it. but it's yeah. fine yeah. because you know what you're getting into with yeah. that. But a series is like one of the easiest ways to do yeah. that.
1: Do you think that's mainly because they want to sell the books, or is it?
0: It's just, it's, it's easier just... to keep a fan base happy if you yeah, give them something that they the want. Vibe. Again, I, I'm not saying, I don't want to say this sounds cynical, because this is, fi- it's totally fine. Like, I don't see anything wrong with putting out series, but really I'm... It's... But I
1: think there's a difference between writing a series and writing different books set mm. in the same...
0: Yeah. Realm or like you say, one of the books that world. you wanted to read, which is the is the follow up to Blue Remembered Earth, yeah, which is the Poseidon's Children by Alistair Reynolds. Yeah. That's kind of like this. Like each book is sort of like, oh, let's just skip four hundred years. Yes, and, so and it's it, new it, it, characters, yeah, new yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. This is what I mean. Yeah, you know,
1: you don't have to. Continue a story or or, or but that's whatever. too
0: difficult. And Alistair Reynolds then just goes, Oh, let's go back to the prefect and I'll write some follow-ups to that. You know, that's also the thing that you can do. Oh, these characters that everyone likes yeah. in the prefect, let's just go back and do another prefect. Yeah. And then you get the whatever it was called. I don't even remember the name of it. It was so yeah. trivial. Like after the prefect. It was a good book, but after the prefect it was sort of like, huh, oh, right, we're just spending more time with those characters, then I yeah, guess.
1: Yeah, which is fun. Which is fun,
0: and, and it's fine. And, and and
1: and I like I mean, I do like reading series. I'm still reading the Maisie Dobbs. Book, yeah, because you just spend more 13th, time with more characters. Thirteenth 13th 13th in a row. Yeah. Um, I like say still the culture,
0: culture series was like eleven books. That, well, no, no, nine novels and a short story collection or something yeah. like that. It's totally fine to spend more time in a place that you like or with characters that you like. Yes.
1: Um, it, it's really hard to do these. Uh, yeah, like I, I, I'm not a writer. No. I, I, I'm, I'm bad at yeah. writing. Like really All terrible. Right. I think we can so, wrap
0: up this review though.
1: Okay, so. Should I read it? Uh,
0: Read the first book. Yeah, read Semiosis. I think Semiosis is good. Okay. You could read that. No problem at all.
1: You added it on the... Uh, I don't
0: think... The thing is, if you really, 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 really like Semiosis, like if it was a four or five-star book for you, I'd say check this book out.
1: You should Just read chapter six. No, 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 no.
0: It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. But that is, that is different from some of these other series where I'm like, oh, the first book's amazing. Don't bother with the second book at right. all. This is much more of a like, oh, if you enjoyed it, yeah, there's some more of it. But okay. it, it does feel like, oh, there's a bit more of that book. Okay. And I don't always just want oh there's a bit more of that book. Yeah. I kind of want like this book continues amazingly. Okay,
1: one one more question. Oh, yeah. The audiobook, how long is it?
0: Um I don't know like 14 hours or something I don't okay. know sort of like, but you know, the
1: thing is you know if you have medium, like
0: medium sized book if, if
1: you have a book like that 320 it, it pages it doesn't matter so much
0: yeah yeah exactly that is the if, thing
1: unlike if you have a a uh, deepness in
0: the sky which is like 28 like 20, hours long 20,
1: 28 hours yeah you, it's kind of like it feels a bit like oh, yeah it really, feels like you've got to
0: really want to read yeah. it if it's 28 hours yeah, long yeah. Yeah. whereas if it's 11 14, hours long then, yeah it's, yeah, um, yeah. you're it's, like oh I'll just do that on my next work trip and the, you know I've got three flights back and I'm, I've got you know I've got some time to to kill. Although I was watching movies for the first flight. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Yep. That's it. Anything else to say? No. What? uh I just realized. What? Readers also enjoyed *Rosewater: Redemption*, the ah. *Wormwood* trilogy by Tade Thompson, or Tade Thompson. And that's remember that is one. That,
1: is it? Uh, I didn't even realize *Rosewater*.
0: It. Yeah, I read the first one. I didn't even know that. I didn't that, even know it was a trilogy. It says published 2019. So now I know what book I'm gonna read. I'm gonna okay. read some Nigerian Alien Invasion. Rosewater uh, Redemption. Yeah. Uh, well I I wanna read the middle one. Oh yeah, it came out yeah, and, yeah so uh, Rosewater Rosewater Insurrection and Rosewater Redemption. So Okay. Uh, so yeah, let me let me put that down well, on my want to read list. I'll get to that soon.
1: You see how that all And
0: out of audible credits.
1: Oh no, how long do you have to wait? Oh, until the
0: 17th th- to get my new audible oh, no. credit so That's i might quite... just no it's okay because i do this like i've done this every year now since i've because I, I went i was on the platinum so i was getting two bucks a month yeah but i was getting up to like eight unused credits yeah. at the end of the year yeah. and then i was like oh at the end of the year what i've actually done is used like 14 or 15 credits yeah. out of my 24 yeah. so what i now did is went down to one credit per month yeah. plus i'll just buy three credit i can get three credits for like Twenty twenty dollars or something like that. Okay. So I'll just I'll just buy myself three credits to 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 have some more Audible Audible credits sitting in the bank, right? And then I'll uh, and then I'll that'll that'll tide me over until sometime next year when uh, the the one it just works out monetarily. But if you want to help out the Science Fiction Book Review podcast, you can go to audibletrial.com dot com forward slash SFBRP and support us by. Uh, checking out a um, oh no I I think you're knocking your microphone or something as you're drinking it it was just some, some noise here don't worry about it I'll I'll check that out Uh, yeah you can support us by doing that or if you want to if you want to support us in another way you can go and check out patreon.com forward slash Luke Burge nothing there about science fiction book reviews or podcasts Um, although there is a a podcast the juggling podcast
1: all about juggling all about
0: juggling so if you want to support us with our juggling output and our juggling projects coming up now actually I'm just getting emails now with uh, people who are coming over to Berlin for the end of year juggling finals the combat juggling finals which I'm organising
1: it's going to be a full house here it's
0: going to be a full house we're probably going to have 14 people staying over in our apartment for the yeah. uh, the end-of-year juggling finals, the European Masters of Combat Juggling, and then the Top 40 Jugglers of the Year. All our juggling projects are coming up. Anyway, yeah. let me just quickly pop over to Goodreads and see what other people thought of this book. Lindsay rated it three stars. Tom, three stars. Some people, four stars. Matt Ubel rated it four stars. But yeah, it, this is... Of course, it's got a high rating because the people who really love the first book are going to read this book. And, it's, and they're going to rate it highly. Yeah. But it isn't as good as the first book. I'm going to give it, like two and a half stars because that really reflects like what I thought of the book okay. even if at some points I was like hey this is really clever this is really interesting this the thematic exploration is really good mm. and this writing style is really good but overall didn't it just didn't it. It, just, it wasn't balanced out yeah. by a good story like a really solid story So, which is a pity okay. because the first book I think is really good
1: um I put it on my list.
0: But it's only a duology, so check out the first book. Right, that's it for me. Uh you can email me, Luke at juggler.net. I do reply to every email, either on the podcast or um well, or in person. Or like not in person, but like individually if I reply Or to you it. reply
1: to it on the on the podcast. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Definitely. Either on the
0: podcast or <laughs> I'll just reply the email uh, yeah. reply back to the email. Yeah. Um Right, that's it. Thanks a lot for listening and we'll catch you next time.
1: Goodbye.